Welcome to episode 61 of the Half Point Per Podcast. I am your host, Evan Riggs, joined, as always, by my co-host, Dalton Willie, and producer, Johnny Pham. Dalton, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing absolutely superb, because in a meaningless Week 18 game, Antonio Gibson rushed for over 110 <laughs> yards, which means I came out And unfortunately, Big Ben did not throw for 500 and whatever yards in the rain in his 13-10 win or whatever the score Even was. in an overtime game, he couldn't quite get you there. I think Ben um, would have needed about seven more overtimes <laughs> to come anywhere close. But this is officially a Antonio Gibson stand podcast. He, <laughs> he won me the prop bets by doing his job and beating the absolute tragedy that is the New York Giants. This is true. This is true. This is unfortunate on my end, but I'll take the loss. We'll learn from it. We'll come back better next year. Johnny, how are you doing? Uh, doing great. Better than the Chargers. I'm sure they uh, really wanted to tie, and I'm sure a lot of America did because that was <laughs> quite the game to watch and just a lot of questionable decision-making, but that was uh, quite the treat to watch on a, on a Sunday night. You know, I can only hope to be as accurate on – on these NFL playoff predictions as the Chargers on fourth down. However, I hope my end result is is a little bit better than the Chargers. It's almost impossible to what they what were they five of six, six yeah, for seven, I, and, like, and they and, they, and they've lose the game on fourth down. They have that many that they get, and they lose the game still. Yeah, and every fourth down opportunity they had it was like fourth and ten. They weren't like fourth and two or fourth and four. It felt like every single one was like fourth and ten. Fourth uh, and the and one eight. that was fourth and short, they decide. <laughs> The, the Raiders literally stacked the box with like 10 guys and like, okay, where I like Eckler's had a good year. I like Eckler. Even Eckler's biggest fans would probably be like, Hey, straight up the gut with 10 guys in the box. Like that might not like maybe just put it in Justin Herbert's hands. If you're going to go for it on your own 18 yard line. <laughs> I like the call with Eckler. I do not. And process bears that one out. I think he lost like two yards on fourth and one. So that was, that was not a ton of fun, but we've got a, a fun show today. This is our first non-fantasy football-related show in quite some time, definitely this season, uh, obviously. We've got a nice little playoff preview. Obviously, the NFL playoffs are coming up this weekend. Are Probably one of the most exciting football weekends of the whole year, quite frankly. You've got three games on Saturday, three games, or is it two games? I think two games on Saturday, three on Sunday. I can't keep track. And then we go, the Monday night game is throwing me off whack. We've got a lot of games. That's all I know. We've got a lot of games this weekend. I think all of them but one, Chiefs and, and Steelers. <laughs> and, like, I'm excited for that game because I'm a Chiefs fan. But I'm more excited as a fan for the other five games, quite frankly. So I think we've got potential for some pretty good matchups. But before we jump in the predictions and what we're going to do when we get to that point is we're going to pick it straight up. And we're going to try our luck at against the against the spread picks, you know, because we've done so well uh, gambling, player props, team props, all that. We've done so brilliantly that we're going to extend, extend the gambling even deep into the playoffs. And we're even going to foolishly like keep track of our records. Um, So. So, yeah, great decisions on our part. But before we do that, Dalton, you have the idea of doing an NFL playoff tier list. And for anybody who doesn't watch like Twitch streamers or like YouTube streamers. You may not really know what it is, but basically we're just taking all of the NFL teams and dividing them up into four categories, all the playoff teams needs help 
which in my mind means like they need to be the Browns last year where, Hey, Patrick Mahomes got hurt. Like this is your, this is your big break. This is your chance. Like a team like that. You've got like the threats, like the bills last year, like the bills hadn't been there yet, but they were very good. They were a legit threat. And then you've got like the contenders, like Packers, Bucks, clear contenders last year. And then entering the playoffs last year, uh, favorites. And that would have probably been the Chiefs were were the lone like big favorite last year. So those are the four categories. For those of you on the YouTube, whether you're on right now, you jump on, or if you go back and watch, we will share that so you can actually just follow along that way. And it's easier to keep track of. I need to share just a tab. StreamYard mix is so confusing. Okay. Everybody see that? We good? We can see it. As you see, we've got all the teams out of the playoffs. We'll we'll start with the top seed in the AFC, the Tennessee Titans, one of the only teams we're not going to be talking about this week. What tier should the Titans go in, Dalton? I feel like this is like one of those you're out of pocket for this take, but I don't think they're – I definitely don't think they're a favorite. I, no. I really don't think they're a contender. I want to put them in the threats category. I – I just feel like they they need a lot to happen in their game. They, I mean, they beat up on bad teams all year. They almost lost to the Texans to end the season. They almost lost to the Texans the first time they played. And I, they won just a lot of close games down the stretch, too. Yeah. And that was and obviously I, without Derrick Henry, so that have to keep that in mind, too. But still. Yeah, well, and my other concern is how they're going to – if they give him all every down work in his first game back and he's not 100% there. Yeah, and, 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 and just how he looks, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I maybe it's a little out of pocket, but I feel like their record – I just don't feel like they're one of the best teams in the AFC. So I, I have them as a threat. No, I agree with you. Johnny, do you do you have a different opinion on where they should be? Um, I mean, I think they are a threat, but the way that – Dalton just described them, made it sound like they should be in the need help category. <laughs> hey, but here's the thing. Here's what I was going to say. If Derrick Henry was not coming back for the playoffs, they would be in the needs help category. They would be, yeah. yeah. As yeah. the number one seed. And I'm just – I can't dismiss Henry. Like, I, I'm done disrespecting Derrick Henry. I'm going to put him in the threats just because I'm a little bit afraid of Derrick Henry. But, yeah, I mean – that kind of shows you how much the Chiefs not getting the number one seed in the AFC kind of screwed up. Uh, the matchup and the balance of power, because I I think unless you get the Raiders or the Steelers winning, I think any of those other teams I would pick to beat the Titans in, in the second yeah. round. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, and I, I don't know how important home field advantage is for them. I don't think it's a very beneficial, like some other teams, like Lambeau is a crazy place to <laughs> travel to. I don't really think Nissan is a crazy place to travel to. So the Packers, we'll, we'll start with the other one seed who we will not be talking about after this on, on the show. I'm going with, uh, I think they're a contender. I'm not sure they're, I don't know. I'm struggling between them and the Bucks as to which NFC team I want to put in the favorites. I think I'm going to put Green Bay at contender status because they have so many important pieces coming back, which is obviously great. Those guys are coming back on defense, but it's kind of like the Derrick Henry thing where it's like, we don't know what kind of game shape those guys are going to be in, how they're going to look. And like that defense just to me has, has been suspect. And obviously they've got a lot of their best guys banged up. So there's a reason why for that, but I'm not sure I trust their defense totally. And in a playoff setting, 
it still their offense still makes me a little bit nervous. If you take away Devonte Adams, what happens? If you at least make it tough on Devonte Adams? Yeah, well, we saw that the game they played a bereft Baltimore secondary. The, mm-hmm. the Green Bay Packers still struggled to win that game. I mean, they get Jari Alexander back, but I don't know what kind of health he's going to be in. The bye certainly helps. Uh, and I mean, just for that matter, I question Lafleur's decision making. Everybody remembers last season. Yeah, I think after last year, it's fair. Yeah, they kicked a field goal instead of going for a touchdown, which would have won them the game uh, with the MVP candidate. So definitely a contender. They're still a very scary team. The entire NFC is very hard to parse out. I think it's a lot more. There's a lot more parity in the NFC than the AFC this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the NFC is is definitely tough. Johnny, any any difference of opinion on the Packers? All right, now we can start kind of motoring through these because we're going to touch on on all of these teams as we go. The Bucks, I think they should be in the favorite category. They're defending champs. I know they have a couple injuries, but you know they've probably kind of been sleepwalking through the last part of the season a little bit. And it's Tom had, Brady. It's Tom Brady. Like I, I think they've just they've earned that, and he especially obviously has earned that at this point. Any yeah. disagreements? No, I don't disagree with that at all. The Niners are interesting. They're obviously a team that we bet big on in, in our mitten that we did a couple weeks ago on the show. I I think I'm going to just stick with threats, but I'm really on the border of contenders and so threats. Jimmy Garoppolo is dragging them down for me. I think they're a contender to, for me. as They got all their weapons back. Debo Samuel's playing at an elite level. Mm-hmm. And I the way their weapons play just gives them so much yak that Garoppolo has to be like, average just like in their run two years ago to the super bowl and their defense is coming back around really their only concern is that cornerback but i i, I have him at, as a contender johnny i i would kind of agree with don too which i i think they All should right. be in the contender the Bengals. i mean they're a threat they have a they have a stout offense and a very suspect defense um I mean, their pass, their their uh, offensive line is so incredibly putrid that so I that, and, and, and that's what's holding them back. As I, I think they, the way they do things was like a perfect matchup against the Chiefs and the way they like to play. And obviously, the Chiefs don't have like elite corners. If you get a a, a team where their front four bullies that offensive line and they're not going to blitz like like the Chiefs do. I think that could spell trouble and just such a clear flaw like that. And plus it it kind of is like the, the Browns is the Browns line from last year. It's like I, this franchise has never done anything in the playoffs in my whole life. And as dumb as that sounds like I kind of need the Bengals to, to prove it to me. And obviously yeah. none of these guys on this team have ever been in the playoffs really. Yeah. I do think the Titans would beat them in a head to head because the Titans match up well against them, but I still think they're they're. They have enough weapons on offense that they're explosive, but I think they're just lacking in enough areas. They're not any more than a threat. So we're going with threat. How about the Cowboys? Uh, the Niners' first-round opponent. I This team is incredibly hard for me to put a – just to figure out. They've they played a rush defense for half the year. They played a pass defense. Uh, inevitably, I just think they're a threat in the NFC. I don't – I. I don't. I mean, I think Diggs has gotten a little overhyped. The reason he gets all those picks is because he jumps routes. He's also eighth in the NFL in yards given up among cornerbacks. I was cornerbacks. gonna say, yeah. If if you look past interceptions, he's not he's not like a great cornerback in the NFL, but he makes the plays that the average fan 
sees obviously a lot. Yeah, Dallas is a good defensive line, but Dak still is prone to mistakes. I mean, they're a threat, but it's going to be tough for them to go further. I don't know how you guys feel on them. I think that's kind of where I'm at too. And it's it's tough saying that because I really like I believe in their defense. It's it's crazy, you know, three months ago, who would have ever thought that they, it would have been the offense that's giving me more pause on this team. But I'm going with the threat unless Johnny, do you feel any differently? Yeah, and I think the last thing I'll say is I'd feel differently if they weren't giving Zeke 18 touches a game. And I, I don't mean that as a, a disparate, like to be mean to Zeke, but they're just better weapons from Amari Cooper yep. to CD that they should be involving in their game plan at this point. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, if you were to rank starting running backs like in the playoffs, like he doesn't rank that high. He, he does not rank that high. And it's not like all of the best running backs in the NFL are in the playoffs by, by any means. Yep. The Rams. I'm not putting the Rams above threat either in threat. The threat category is getting big, but Matthew Stafford's pick down the sideline last week is all I need to know about this team. They have everything you need to win a Super Bowl, but you don't just have like, it's not like they're having to overcome a game manager quarterback. They're having to overcome a quarterback who is just going to make mistakes in these big games. Like he, he just is until he proves otherwise. That's just what I believe. Uh, all I need to know, and Ben Baldwin's been on this all season. Highly recommend him. He's Ben Baldwin. The, the, the on Jared Goff versus Matthew yeah. Stafford chart. In multiple ways, Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford. Jared Goff two years ago, not last year for those listening. Uh, I've had very similar seasons. EPA, uh, pass block percentage, and how successful they are in pass blocking. It, and that's all I need to know is the Rams are reliant on Matthew Stafford to be good or to be great. I'm sorry. And he's just good. He's just mm-hmm. good. That's all he is. And I mean, they're like Cam Akers coming back. I don't, nothing changes it for me. They just don't have it. I don't see it. Yeah. It's like, do I really believe in Sony Michelle? Like when, when the chips are down, like I, I'm not sure if Sony Michelle is like elevating, elevating them. It's, it, it seems like he's the caliber of back who he can look good, but he looks good when the team is looking good. He's not elevating the team. And maybe good. maybe I'm a bit of a hater because I didn't call it, but I'm still not a like a believer that Cooper Cup is an ultra talented wide receiver. I still question <laughs> that. Uh, okay, the Chiefs. I think we can be pretty quick on this one. I think we both we we all think they're in the favorite category. The Eagles. I also think we could probably be pretty quick on this one. They need some help, right? They're playing the Bucks, and even if they weren't, like they need something to go right in in that first game. And no matter who they're playing in the NFC, I think to to win it. Same Eight with the Steelers. Them. I mean, I, I, um, I'm not going to say confidently, but we can just move the Steelers to out if we really wanted to. <laughs> no, nope, we're not going to do that yet. Um, I think the Raiders. I, I, I think, think they'd they probably be the, the needs help too, right? Yeah. Um, although with that matchup, I mean, those two defensive ends in Gakwe and uh, and Max Crosby, like that, that could be their help right there as the Bengals' offensive line just collapses. Yes, I, I, I do think we'll talk more about that later. I think. The Cardinals are an interesting team. Started off so well, have been the classic Cliff Kingsbury, even clear back the Texas Tech profile of sputtering down the stretch. They did beat the Cowboys uh, pretty recently on the road and then lost to the Seahawks, who I guess their incentive to win was to make the Jamal Adams trade look just a little bit less terrible um, with the draft pick. I I think the Cardinals have struggled enough where you've got to just probably – Stick them in the threat category, don't you think? Yeah, I mean their pass offense since Hopkins has been out has been pretty sub. And and he and he's not playing this week. Yeah, 
And just like the loss with the Chiefs to the Bengals, that loss to the cow, that win against the Cowboys was pretty improbable in a lot of metrics for the Cardinals. They mm-hmm. they they had no business winning that game. And Kyler Murray has been less than spectacular the second half of the season. They just need so many things to to go their way. The Bills, I think I would stick them pretty firmly in the contender category. I think if you're ranking the AFC teams, they're they're pretty firm number two behind the Chiefs in my mind. Any disagreements there? No, I think that's 100% correct. They're, they're, they still, there's still something about them that I have I have a apprehension about, which is why they're not a favorite, but they're definitely the second-best team in the AFC. Patriots, last one. I mean, I, I'm just going to put them in needs help. I know, like, really, you just, I, I mean, show me it. They're not going to win a game running the ball 30 times a game. They're going to need Mac Jones to show up and play mm-hmm. a game that I haven't seen him play against a playoff caliber opponent. He's going to have to do it in Buffalo. I, their help is going to be their defense really carries them, and Mac Jones has to do the minimum, and that's why I would throw him the minimum. Where, well, their their help could potentially be the cold weather. Um, yeah. he, it could hurt Mac Jones too, but the cold weather slows down the Bills' offense just like it did when they played in Buffalo last time. It, it was more the wind than the cold weather, and the Patriots are more built as a team to play in that type of game yep. than than the Bills. But I think I'd agree. Um, Three like, AFC teams made the <laughs> needs help category. Well, and it, that's just um, honestly that's just a factor that that just shows you the Raiders and the Steelers. I would still rank them as like the ninth and 10th best teams in, in the AFC, but they made the playoffs because the Steelers won every close game and the Raiders, I mean, God give them credit. They were after the chiefs smoked them. I thought they were done, but they actually rallied down the stretch and made it. But I, I think the chargers are better. I think the Colts are better. And if the Ravens weren't like a catastrophe of a roster, like even if they just had Lamar Jackson, and nobody else healthy down the stretch like they're in the playoffs too, I think. Where would you put the Colts and the Chargers, the two teams that lost out on Sunday? I think I'd put – The Chargers would have been my top threat in, in the AFC easily. Yeah. And then the Colts I think would have been in the needs help category because Carson Wentz is their quarterback. Yep, I agree with those both. Yeah, that's where I would have put them. Just curious. And then if the Ravens were in, I probably would have them in contenders with a healthy Lamar. I think I just have them as a threat because the rest of their roster is is so banged up. So depleted. Yeah, it's probably for the best for them. Uh, they're going to have a good draft pick, and they'll probably be awesome next year if they're if their guys are healthy. Yeah. All right. Let me figure out how to stop sharing here, there and we, we can move on to the playoffs. I think I just put these down in order of when these games are. Don't have the times in front of me, but I think that's how it was listed on FanDuel. So first game, Raiders at Bengals. The spread is Bengals minus five and a half, which that's a little bit bigger than I thought, but I guess we'll see here with your guys' picks. You guys wrote your picks in the doc, but I'll, I'll, I'll switch it. I'll let Johnny start us off here. Johnny, who are you going with straight up? Who are you going with against the spread? Uh, Bengals straight up, and then Bengals to cover five and a half. Okay, Dalton? Yeah, I went same as Johnny. Bengals straight up, Bengals to cover. Uh, reason is Raiders played a basically a five quarter game in Las Vegas. Have to travel in basically six days to play the Bengals at their stadium. And I'm not. I'm obviously the weather guy here. Uh, and <laughs> Derek Carr has just done absolutely god awful in games outside. His EPA per play drops down to like negative four point two or something. 
He in cold weather, Derek Carr is just not a gamer. And the only way they win the game is by Derek Carr being a gamer. That or their defensive line completely shuts down Joe Burrow for two quarter or two halves, which I don't see happening. I don't think this game is going to be a pretty game. I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of flair. Um, the only thing that might give me pause on betting the Bengals is I'm still not 100% Joe Burrow's ankle is good, but that is what it is. I still think they'll come out and be the better team. So just because I was curious, I remember we were making this art just like fans, maybe not like us, but just the collective. We It was easy to not feel great about the Raiders' weapons heading into week two, which I don't know like what they did fantasy-wise. They played basically five quarters against the Ravens, in, in Vegas and then went across the country to Pittsburgh and played a, a Sunday noon slate game. I actually won that game on the road by nine points. So it it can be done. I'm taking the Bengals straight up. I think they're the better team. But if I'm getting five and a half points, man, I think I'm taking the Raiders. Uh, to too cover, many points? To cover. It, it's too many points. I, I think Josh Jacobs, and you mentioned Derek Carlisle. I think Josh Jacobs is going to have a nice game and is going to keep them in the game. I mean, they finally have – Darren Waller back. I know he didn't do that much the other day. Uh, I think Derwin James is a very big reason why. Uh, I think Waller, like I don't think the Bengals have any answer for Waller. It could be a it could be another like 19 target, <laughs> 19 target <laughs> type of game for Waller. And I think Waller and Jacobs are enough to to move the ball and keep him competitive offensively. And then yeah, I think they can actually cause some problems because they don't blitz very much. And that pass rush, if it's getting home. It could be a problem for for the Bengals. Well, I do know I'll be cheering for the Raiders. Uh, I would like to see them advance in the playoffs as far as mm-hmm. to play Kansas City. Um, I I really do just think that overtime game and traveling is going to hurt them, and that's my biggest concern. And then it's Derek Carr. It just at the end of the day, it's Derek Carr, and I can't trust him for 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 much. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I, I'm not I'm not trusting the win. I'm just trusting him and more specifically some of the other good players on his team to to get me this cover plus like i've got i've got to be a little different from you guys we can't just that we can't just have a a straight agreement that's fair all right patriots patriots at bills this one's bills minus four so straight up i'm taking the bills um we put them in the contender category for a reason even though i've said like they are one of the toughest teams you can't really trust anybody this year really like we've seen that over and over again so i I don't want to hold it against the Bills too much, but you really cannot trust the Bills. Like they beat the Chiefs by by three possessions one week. And then was it a week later? Two weeks later? It was very, very close. They they lose the Jaguars nine to six. Yeah. And and that's kind of the Jekyll and Hyde team they've been. And Josh Allen's been very Jekyll, Jekyll and Hyde. I know week, I guess week 17, the championship week, he had a good fantasy week. But he threw for like 90 yards. He rushed for two touchdowns. That was the the fantasy goodness that came out of that game. So I'm a little bit nervous about trusting them. I'm a little bit nervous about Belichick getting a third shot and getting a third time to scheme up a defense uh, for Josh Allen. Well, and- I, I just think the Bills have more talent than the Patriots. That's what it comes down to. I, I agree with you. And my concern is the Bills have been pretty rigid when it comes to their offensive philosophy, which is throw, 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 throw. Mm-hmm. Week two or week one, sorry, against the Steelers, the Steelers were putting three men in the box because the, the Bills would just go five wide at receiver over and over again. And you just can't give a defensive-minded coach like Belichick that. 
they have to give a little more bend. Uh, I just give the edge at quarterback, which same with you. I'm picking the Bills straight up to win this game, uh, but I think it's going to be an ugly game. Yeah, and I and I've got the Patriots covering. Uh, it'd be plus four for the Pats. And you know, we mentioned the weather potentially being a bugaboo earlier. Uh, had the tweet that I sent you guys before we jumped on. Josh Allen saying that you know he doesn't have the best circulation, so so the bad weather could like kind of like is kind of a pain in the butt for him. Basically, it's like that's not that 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 that's not something I'd love to hear if I'm a Bills fan. I know, well, and I have Patriots plus four as well. I think they keep it close just because their defense is so good. Um, and the other the other fact though, Mac Jones also doesn't play well in cold weather. He said he doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. So funny coming from the guy who's New England's future cornerstone of their franchise but yes but was from alabama before this so he wasn't exactly getting getting 20 degrees yeah. no storms in in alabama but like i said earlier there's just something i can't put my finger on the bucks seem like they have it all but the, every game there's just something you, you can't they're missing and it's probably quarterback josh allen just isn't quite there when it comes to elite quarterback play like some other guys are like a mahomes or a wilson or drew Brees in the past and that's probably the edge. And that's why I think the Patriots do cover plus four. They, they are a, a solid football unit. I'm not going to pretend to have watched the Bills as closely as the Chiefs or like watched like the film breakdowns of Josh Allen and the Bills like I have the Chiefs and Mahomes. But it seems to me just like when I watch the Bills and I watch them struggle, when, when Josh Allen struggles, it – like he's a physical freak, but I'm just not sure. Like mentally, I'm not sure he's able to make those adjustments like mid game as well as like a Mahomes or obviously a Bray. Like he's not like that top tier or even like that second tier of like I'm gonna beat you with my mind. Like I just don't quite have that confidence in 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 him in that regard. Johnny, who who are you taking this game against the spread straight up? Uh, straight up Bills and then Bills to cover. I, like Dalton said, I don't think it's going to be a, a pretty game. And I'm not going to fully watch all the way through. I'll probably watch <laughs> clips or like certain quarters or just like maybe which near the end the Nickel- if it's close. Which, which game is the Nickelodeon game this year? Because I, 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 I need oh, to watch that one. All I don't time. know. I don't know if they've announced it yet. But I know the uh, Bills and Patriots are Saturday night. So that might be it. Or it could be the afternoon. It was an afternoon. It was an afternoon. I'm, if they were smart, they would do Eagles Bucks. They would do like last year. It was the mm. Saints Bears, which well, everyone knew was going to be a terrible game. So it's probably the Bengals and Raiders if it's Saturday afternoon. We'll see. We'll have to maybe see if we can look that up. All right, <laughs> Eagles at Bucks, Johnny. I'll let you get us started on on this one as well. It's Bucks minus eight and a half is the line we've got for this game. Yep, I like Bucks straight up. Uh, I think the Eagles will have like a sneaky backdoor cover at eight and a half. Um, I just feel like the Buccaneers would just kind of lead the entire game, and then near the fourth quarter, they just kind of sleepwalk with like a 10, 14 point lead, and then give up a late touchdown. Is my prediction. So, I'm trying to pull it up. Oh, by the way, Sunday is the game. It's Niners Cowboys on Nickelodeon. Really? That's like an actual. That's like the best game of the weekend, probably. I actually kind of want to watch that one seriously too. That's a bummer. I enjoyed tweeting all the funny gifts uh, last year during the Nickelodeon game. All right, Dalton Eagles Bucks. Any? What? What are your predictions here? Uh, I'm taking the Bucks straight up. No brainer on that one. And then, unlike Johnny, I took Bucks minus eight and a half. This game, weather guy here again, uh, it's going to be very windy and very rainy. It, the weather is not predicted to be good. I, I 
you're asking Jalen Hurts and the NFL's number one rushing attack to beat the NFL's number one rush defense. And I think when it comes to skill and coaching, the Bucks just have the edge in every category. And then when it comes to positional players, the Bucks have the edge in every category. This Eagles defense has been good up front. It's been very bad in pass defense. And Tom Brady is going to pick them apart. He gets back his like third passing option, Leonard Fournette. Mike Evans is still there. They have Gronk. I just don't see a way where the Eagles score points early on at all. I, I'm just not hopeful for the Eagles at all. And I love Hurts, but it's just not a game he's going to win. Yeah, I, I think the Bucks are eventually going to miss Goblin and Antonio Brown, but I don't think that is at this point yeah. in the playoffs. So what does DraftKings know about this game? And do you know what I'm going to talk about, what I'm going to bring up right <laughs> it's now? It's the Gardner Minshew's price at like 6500 right? So, so that's probably on FanDuel. On DraftKings, he's 5600 He's more expensive than Mac Jones, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Big Ben. All starting quarterbacks this week. He's only 500 cheaper than Jalen Hurts. I'm official. Like, are they are they expecting such a big blowout that we get Gardner Minshew in the fourth quarter, or are we concerned at all about like the health of Jalen Hurts? Like, I, I don't. I'm just very weirded out by by that. I know he had an ankle problem, but I think they probably just have an algorithm, and it carried over from last week and Gardner Minshew doing well last week and throwing for some touchdowns. He was just a bigger fantasy scorer. I really don't think it means anything. I hope it doesn't. So I'm with you, Dalton. I've got I've got the Bucks straight up, Bucks to cover. I will say if if the Eagles are going to hang around and to make this interesting, I'd tend to look out for a for a big Devonta Smith game in this one because I that obviously the Bucks like great against the run. Like, and that's the Eagles' strength too. But I'm just not sure if the Eagles are going to be able to run it down their throat and and run the ball as much as they have been. I think they're going to have to air it out. And if they're going to have to air it out, I think they would look to take away Dallas Goddard because those are the easy underneath stuff that that can get Hurts some easy looks and get him going a little bit. I think Devontae Smith could have a nice game. And if the Bucs do not cover and somehow if they were to not win straight up, like I think Devontae Smith is the guy to watch in this game. Yeah, I would agree with that. Do you want to play a fun game and name the last time Tom Brady lost in the wild card round and what quarterback it was? Last time Tom Brady lost in the wild card round. I'm going to say it was the Ravens and it was Joe Flacco. You were correct. That's a good one. Oh, congrats. I had that trivia lined up. But, yeah, that's exactly it. It was Joe Flacco and the Ravens that went on to play the Niners in the Super Bowl that year. I was going to say, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I remember the exact game. Um, All right. Niners at Cowboys, uh, as I mentioned, probably the best game of the weekend. And now it's a Nickelodeon game, too. So it's just all, all kinds of fun stuff going on with this game Niners are three-point dogs it's Cowboys minus three but our handy-dandy tier list has the Niners a tier above the Cowboys I'm assuming at least one of you guys I haven't looked that far over in this doc is taking the Niners uh me and Johnny both are taking the Niners and taking the Niners to cover the spread well they would have to cover the spread yeah they, they would they're plus, they're plus three. <laughs> uh, that thanks, makes a lot of thanks, thanks thank you Niners on the board <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I I want to say that personally, I am a little invested in the Niners because we picked so many of them for our Minton team, and that was a part of the differentiating factor. Um, <laughs> but with that being said, 
the Cowboys need their defense to do really well, and the 49ers just match up incredibly well against what the Cowboys have. So they have a good cover corner in digs, but the, the Niners don't throw the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. They throw it short over and over again. And then the Cowboys have a very good defensive end, and the 49ers have Trent Williams. So, I mean, that's like having the Hulk. It, yeah, they yeah. Parts- I, I think Trent Williams wasn't this P- his like PFF grade or like some grade. He was like a 98 or like it was yeah. just like, okay, this guy's like not a human. There are people who think he deserves MVP this year just because <laughs> of how dominant he is. Um, and those matchups hurt a lot. And it's going to require Dak Prescott probably to play against a team that's going to be putting up a lot of points. And sometimes Dak can just force the issue a little too much. I think he probably throws a pick in this game. And that pick probably comes down late game to be critical. 49ers have a better run game as well. Or not a better run game, I'm sorry. Utilize their running backs more effectively than the Dallas Cowboys do. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the end of it for me. That's and by running backs, we, of course, mean Elijah Mitchell and Debo Samuel, who yes. should have running back eligibility on sleeper next year. And maybe quarterback. You see that passing through? <laughs> yes, I did see the passing through. <laughs> Can we get McCole Harbin some, some running back eligibility for his read option he ran last week? Or maybe DB eligibility. You know, you played DB in college. <laughs> nope. We're not, we're, we're not doing this. So you went Niners. Johnny, you went Niners too, right? You're taking Niners and the points, as Dalton would say. Niners and the points. Yep. Niners and Niners plus three. Uh, I just, I feel like the Cowboys just, they haven't impressed me offensively. And that's just what's kind of keeping them dragging. I feel like the 49ers just going to take advantage of the opportunity here and that's kind of why we have them in the uh, the threat category. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they really screwed up by blowing that game against the Titans. Number one, because it messed up the AFC, and number two, because they themselves could be seated higher in in the NFC. But as long as Jimmy is like that, that's the concern. Is is Jimmy like if does Jimmy have to extend himself? Like does he have to do a lot to like win them the game? Because, yeah, I know they came back from, whatever, 17-3. to three. He had to drive down the field to tie the game. But it was like, I mean, it's a good pass. But Debo also took it, like, 30 extra yards. Like, if those guys, if if Debo, if Kittle, if Ayuk, and Jawan Jennings, who, like, had the game of his life last week, um, a guy that maybe keep an eye on uh, dynasty-wise uh, in the playoffs, if those guys can – keep making plays for Jimmy like they did last week and like Debo and Kittle have all season, then I'm feeling pretty good about this. Like, like you said, they have, they have the offensive line to hold up against the Cowboys and they get the ball out so quickly. I'm not sure that's going to be too much of a factor. And then on the other side, like you've got, you've got a Bosa and you've got Eric Armstead, like you've got a mean pass rush. That's going to make Dak uncomfortable, I think. And, I'm with you. Zeke isn't scaring anybody. I'm going to go with the Niners, and I was really not expecting all three of us to go Niners. That was like going to be my my upset pick. So that, yeah. that's unfortunate for, for content, but I well, I like the pick. I do think we all probably agree this is probably going to be the most competitive game on the slate. That or Cardinals-Rams. But mm-hmm. these two games, that game, probably going to be the closest, most fun to watch, which probably means one team's going to win by 40. And my prediction is going to be completely wrong. Speaking of a team that could win by 40, Steelers at Chiefs. The Chiefs are minus 12 and a half. I mean, 
When was I the last time a playoff spread was this bad? I was gonna say I'd have I, I wonder what the Bucks versus the Washington football team was last year, but it would seem like there have been years where the NFC East has had a seven and nine team where the line has probably been around this. But what about the boy. Seahawks versus the Saints in the Marshawn Lattimore or the Marshawn Lynch Quake game? That that was on the road for the Saints, though. So oh, I highly right. I, I I doubt they were favored by that much. I'm sure they were favored, but it was probably like Saints minus four and the B minus four on the road. That means you'd be whatever, like minus eight, probably minus seven, at least at, at home. But I'm taking the chiefs. I'm taking them the cover. Cause it's like, how, how can I do anything else? We, we just saw them play the Steelers two, three weeks ago, day after Christmas. And they didn't have Travis Kelsey. Tyree kill played like 10 snaps because he just come back from COVID. It was like, it was like 20. It was more than that, but he hardly played. And it just didn't matter. I know TJ Watt was banged up in that game. Apparently his cracked ribs are like a little better now. He played amazing against the Browns and then pretty well the other day as well against the Ravens. But I mean, TJ Watt would have to absolutely take over this game for them to have really any chance, or they're going to have to, they're going to have to figure out a way to get the ball in their playmakers hands in space and let those guys, you know, Claypool, Deontay Johnson and Najee make big plays. Cause I don't think Ben's not going to make the big plays for this team. No, I mean Chiefs put on their backups against them last time they played. It was thirty-six to ten, and that's that score looks closer than the game really was. In all mm-hmm. honesty, I mean the Chiefs are at home at Arrowhead. Big Ben gets a last hurrah in the playoffs, but I don't see anything. Big Ben's last hurrah for the third week in a row. Yeah, seriously, God. Yeah, thank you Jacksonville for giving us this gift of giving the Chiefs a very easy first round opponent. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk that confident because I, I don't I don't want to jinx anything, but yeah, I mean on speaking on, of jinx it, we haven't talked about Johnny having the Steelers plus 12 and a half to cover the spread. Oh, Johnny. Talk well, to me. it's just such a big spread. <laughs> I I it hate is. I've just been burned so many times in the past of anything double digit spreads. It's not a great probability of covering. I think the Chiefs win, but I think in the fourth quarter. They might go to cruise control and probably have a 21-point lead and then steal a score a touchdown late and then it's 14 and then they kick a field goal. I just think... Yeah, the, the, the problem was when the Chiefs went in cruise control against the Steelers three weeks ago, it was like 28-3 to or something like that. Yeah, exactly. But here's what I'll say. The biggest opponent for the Chiefs this week, as usual, is going to be the Chiefs. Um, but... I would think they have a great incentive to come out here and blow the doors off the Steelers because for the first time in the Mahomes era, they have to play four playoff games to win the Super Bowl. And they just played an 18-game regular or 17-game regular season. And they've played the most games of anyone in the NFL since 2018. So they've got a lot of mileage, a little narrative street here, but I would imagine that there is motivation to come out and and smack and, and smack the Steelers around pretty early. I think so too, and I think Big Ben was trying to do some reverse good luck by saying, <laughs> "Well, did, did you see?" Oh, okay, go ahead. go ahead and say Big Ben. Big Ben came out and said, "The Chiefs are much better than us. We just need to have fun." Is a, a paraphrase of it, and I think that's Big Ben doing the. I'm not going to say that we're the better team because I'm trying to get any good luck I can and any good karma on my side. Do you think Ben was cheering for the tie? <laughs> So they would miss the playoffs. And he would go out on top winning his oh last two games. God. I, You know, if I was him, I might have. 
But did you do you see Mike Tomlin not even watch the end of it? No. He he said he dozed off. <laughs> well, he did you see what what Andy Reid said on the on I don't know if it was radio or just availability about the Steelers today. Mm-mm. He said they're he, he said they're playing like a number one seed. So we've yeah. got we've got some gamesmanship, okay. uh, uh, some 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 talk, some wild talk from from both sides, giving one uh, giving themselves no credit and the other giving the other side a lot of credit. I like it. <laughs> All right, this is probably another one of the most interesting games, and this for me, I think this is the hardest one uh, to read, in my opinion. Cardinals at Rams, Monday Night Football. Feel very poorly for the winner of this game that's going to get stuck in a Sunday noon game and have a day less than anybody else, neither here nor there. Um, it's Rams minus four because the Rams are at home. I'm not feeling really good about either of these teams, so I, I don't know which direction to go here. Uh, Dalton, I'll let you start us off. Well, I'm taking the Rams straight up, and I'm taking the Rams minus four. Uh, and here's the thing. I don't really believe in either of these quarterbacks right now. I think mm-hmm. both of them are slumping pretty hard. I'm giving the edge to the Rams because I think defensively they are the better team. I know the Cardinals get J.J. Watt back. I don't know what his condition is going to be like. But without DeAndre Hopkins, Jalen Ramsey can really float around the field and go against the corpse of A.J. Green, Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore. Um, and it doesn't give Kyler Murray a lot of options, not to mention Aaron Donald is going to be breathing down his neck. Mm-hmm. And – That's where the edge comes from for me, plus the home field advantage. If they can actually have fans in the stands, unlike the 49ers game where Matt Stafford couldn't hear him speak. I think this (laughs) game. Yeah, I don't think the Cardinals are bringing as many fans over as the Niners. Yeah. I think this game is probably going to be uglier than we think it is on paper. I didn't look at the over and under, but I just don't believe these two offenses are coming into the playoffs, clicking at all gears like they were the first half of the season. And in the end, I'm giving the defensive edge to the Rams. And that that's really about it. I mean, I don't I'm not excited about this pick. I could see it going either way, but I, I like the Rams here. All right. So here's what I'll say. Before we started, I said I think two it's just like two road teams are gonna win this weekend. Like it's just gonna happen. I've only picked one road team to win. And the NFL, I think the old saying goes is it whatever you think is gonna happen, like whenever you're just so sure, like I just I could not have felt more sure even before I knew any matchups. Like the Cardinals are just not going to win a playoff game. They're just not. They just look like they're the walking dead right now. Whenever you feel that confident about something, usually the opposite happens. So I'm going to ride that. I'm taking the Cardinals. I'm taking obviously Cardinals plus the points. Cardinals plus the points on the road. Plus the points. In an upset. And here's what I'll say. And this is not going to instill confidence in anyone who wants to make this pick or even myself (laughs) who just made this pick. If you're Cliff Kingsbury, how do you not unleash a Kyler Murray running game plan this week? Like, read options, just straight up quarterback, like, sweeps practically. Just like QB power plays, like, get get him running. Even just like if you're Murray on pass plays, like, the second you have a chance to run, I would run. Like, I, I think that's their path to winning is Kyler Murray's legs, quite frankly. And that that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for when I make this pick. I mean, I would say that's if we were doing a needs help, that would be what the Cardinals need. Um, I agree with that. Steelers versus Raiders or Chiefs versus Raiders AFC Championship was just a question asked the YouTube. Evan, you wanna you wanna take that? 
Uh, I mean, I would say Chiefs versus Raiders. Um, yeah, so, but, so would I. Um, but, yeah, going back to this game, I, I don't know, man. If you're less Snead, do you get fired if you lose this game? Because he has traded their entire future for this team. And I just – I mean, they don't have a first-round pick for, like, four years, I think. It, it, and you've leveraged everything on these vets. And if they lose in the wild card round, I just don't know what you say to them. Yeah. So I think just looking at, just looking at the matchup between this team, outside of Murray having the play well, the other thing that kind of gives me a little hope is that, you know what, can we just see, like, I know you said J.J. Watt's back. We'll see how he looks. But, like, maybe, like, maybe J.J. Watt can give him something. Maybe that defensive line can can crank up the pressure like like they have other times this season on Matt Stafford. And they've got some ball hawks, uh, obviously, in that back seven of that defense. Isaiah Simmons, great player. And Buda Baker, one of the better safeties in the NFL. So if you're looking for Matt Stafford turnovers, I think the Cardinals have the goods to make it happen. And that that's what I'm hoping for. And as far as the Rams, yeah, I don't know what you do if you don't at least win one round after you went completely all in on the Super Bowl, it would seem like their only choice is to bring everybody back though. Like, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what else you do. Like, I, I guess you can fire the GM, but like, if you bring in a new GM, like, okay, like what, what's he going to do? You, you've already mortgaged the, the future. Like he, unless he's going to go trade for picks, but it's like, okay, they've already traded for all these vets. Like, I don't think trying to trade those get turn around and trade those guys would be exactly uh a helpful well, endeavor for them. I can't believe we didn't even talk about this, but I mean, the Rams signed an all pro safety just recently to play for them in the playoffs. Yeah. Eric Weddle. Yeah. Ooh. Eric Weddle is, is there. So, you know, that has to get last time Eric game. Weddle played. No one has heard of coronavirus. That's how long it's been since he played in the NFL. Uh, 2019. That's how, that's how desperate Les Snead is. is. He's signing vets who haven't played in two seasons. Johnny, what have you got for this game? Uh, well, I mean, at least it's primetime Monday night. Don't love to watch it because I think it's just going to be a toss-up. I'm going with Rams straight up, but I think the Cardinals might cover, so I have cards plus four. Mm-hmm. I think if I were the hedge, just my Cardinals straight up, but I would definitely take Cardinals plus four. I think this feels like a uninspiring but entertaining, like, 21 to 18 like 22 like just a weird like how do you get to 18 how do you get to 19 i don't know some weird crap is gonna happen in this game that's what i'm saying yeah aaron donald strip fumble safety who knows very possible very possible all right guys anything to add on the playoffs at large should we make like a super bowl match i know we're all gonna pick the chiefs to go and win the super bowl because we just have to but should we make just a quick super bowl matchup prediction just so we have it on the record before the playoffs start yeah i think that's a good idea i'm gonna go with oh man see the comment here says packers versus bucks nfc championship rematch i kind of think that's what's gonna happen too me too uh are the packers really gonna lose at home to the bucks again i don't think i i think the fact that we're gonna have a lambo crowd this time around is gonna be the just the slight game changer that that we need for the Packers this time. So you're going Packers Chiefs. 
I'm going with the All-State Farm. Unless Aaron Rodgers boycotts the Super Bowl, I think we might finally get the Rodgers-Mahomes game. Well, I'm going Chiefs-Bucks. I, I think that the Bucks have what it takes to repeat. I also, as a fan of the Chiefs, would like to see Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes get over Tom Brady and beat him mm-hmm. in the playoffs for once. So I'm taking the Bucks-Chiefs. Johnny? I'm going to go Packers-Chiefs as well. Chiefs-Packers. All right, it's it it's probably gonna like you know what you know how weird the NFC is. I came really close to saying Chiefs Niners. That Me that too. was that that, but I was like I can't I can't I can't go that far. That that seems like a bridge too far on the Niners. Yeah, but I I would agree that probably was the other. It would go Bucks Packers and Niners for me. Yeah, which is just. I think we've almost guaranteed the Niners to lose like 27 to 13 against the Cowboys yeah. this weekend. Rest in peace to our mitten underdog yeah. team. To our mitten underdog team, to every single one of us picking the the Niners to, to win and obviously cover. Don't forget, win and cover this weekend. Win and cover. That's win the and theme cover. of this week. That's the theme of this week, win and cover. And that is going to do it for us on episode 61 of the Half Point for Podcast. Give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Half Point for Pod. We'll be tweeting along with all of the fun playoff action this weekend as it comes. Hoping for a great weekend. And we will talk to you guys. We'll, Like I said, we'll be weekly until the Super Bowl comes and goes. I think at some point, don't know when exactly, we're going to do a top 12 uh, for 2022 like we did for 2021 last year. That could even be next week, but that will be coming up sometime soon. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, that's where you can, could have seen the, the NFL team tier list. I'll probably tweet that out as well so that it will exist somewhere else. But also listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. And we will talk to you all next